listening to Side Hustles and Turnbuckles, a Potshack Studio Fort Worth production. Here's your host, Knuckles, Poppy, and Mike Dub Dub. Welcome to another episode of Side Hustles and Turnbuckles. I'm Knuckles. I'm Poppy. And I'm Mike Dub Dub. And today, kind of hard to find an a introduction for our guest, a manager extraordinaire, because, I mean, you've done so many things. So I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. Who do we got with oh, us today? Oh, 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 that's, thanks, thanks. Introduce myself. <laughs> that makes me feel all sorts of important and fancy. Not like someone has done a painting for me up on the wall. Yeah, no. Yeah, just what right. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'm Nigel Rabbit. Uh, uh, it's such a hard thing to say. I hate saying the leader because uh, I, I never feel uh, like leader is, is the right thing. But I'm the founder of the Rabbit Empire, uh, the wrestling stable that uh, I am uh, the mouthpiece for. Uh, I'm a, a commentator in professional wrestling, both for uh, play-by-play and for color. Uh, and uh, I am... Uh, a former announcer, uh, occasional announcer, uh, I've uh, I've been blessed to uh, be all sorts of different places uh, in uh, the continental U.S. and uh, uh, India, Pakistan uh, for this uh, bizarre business. I'm also uh, uh, a film and music enthusiast, a pop culture enthusiast. Uh, I'm a cat dad and a pup <laughs> pop, uh, and uh, I am engaged to uh, probably. Uh, one of the most uh, talented women in professional wrestling who uh, doesn't uh, lace up boots and wrestle in the ring, uh, Miss Brittany Howland, who is uh, the first licensed female promoter in the history of the state of Louisiana. So, oh, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, oh, oh, uh, man of many hats, man of many hats. Man, I know when you look at your Facebook page and you see all your accomplishments, I mean, my God, I was like, wow, showing them yesterday. It's like, man, the list goes on. I mean, I just, I, I, so I just wanted you to announce yourself because I didn't want to leave anything out. There's a lot. You forgot I story love, time with Nigel. Oh yeah, no, I, I did forget story time with Nigel. I am I am the uh, uh, Doctor Who mouse book guy yes. for uh, story time with Nigel. We need uh, a pen. Oh, that was such a fun one to read. Such I was listening to, to it. I was watching it yesterday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I, the, 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 uh, the, the start of that and the music with that was something that I started doing when I was reading the Winnie the Pooh books because uh, that, that introduction to the Winnie the Pooh cartoon was such a staple in my, my childhood's consciousness that uh, I was like, mm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to be, you know, the mouse but this was one of the things that the mouse really, really did nicely and really did well. Uh, and so I, I kind of stitched the two together because it brought such joy in my childhood. And, and the whole purpose of story time with Nigel is to bring joy to other children, big and small. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to get that little, that little tie in there. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I forgot. I, I, there are so many things. Uh, that that I could have mentioned that I didn't mention, um, and you know that 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 list that you see of you know uh, you know employments and, and and past things on my Facebook page that is tenuously updated. As a matter of fact, I I need I need to update things now on it uh, that uh, I, I've I've not uh, I've not remembered to update. So. <laughs> 
So how did you get started in all of this crazy world? Uh, kind of by accident. Um, <laughs> I, I, I started, you know, the ideas of, of a, a career uh, with, uh, you know, I, I got into film and, and uh, uh, stage and television. And my goal was to uh, be a, uh, you know, be, be an actor and, and, and do writing and things like that. And, um, you know, that's that's a very hard business to get into if you you know don't don't know the right combinations and, and don't know how to do the, the correct footsteps uh down the path while i was trying to to do it i also didn't want to be uh a weights person i wanted to you know because i you know you hear all those stories about starving actors and so i got into uh it and, and uh, tech field and so i was in the the tech field uh, working for uh, Verizon as they were rolling out Fios, and I met a fellow by the name of uh, uh, Will Riggs. Uh, well, Will Rigdon, his working name was Will Riggs, uh, and Will and I bonded over professional wrestling. And now uh, I left. Uh, I left Verizon, uh, not under my own steam, but uh, a few years later, I ended up at AT and T. Uh, and uh, as I walk into the office, who should I see first as I come out of training class? But my friend Will, and so. Uh, we pick up right where we left off talking about pro wrestling and all of that. Uh, and a couple of weeks go by and he ends up working for uh, an, uh, a company that was running out of the Seven Points Kemp area called uh, North Texas Wrestling Alliance. Uh, and he was telling me that he had gotten his job as a commentator. Uh, and he and I share commentary ideals. We feel that uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan are the two greatest commentators in the history of professional wrestling. No disrespect to anybody who uh, prefers uh, JR and, and uh, the King or, or even Adam Cole and, and uh, Sam Adonis's brother. You know, the, none, none of, uh, you know, no disrespect to any of those fellows. Uh, but uh, when he told me that, I looked at him and I said, well, if you ever need a Bobby Heenan to go with your Gorilla Monsoon, you let me know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Long, long story short, uh, well, long story less long, uh, I, uh, I ended up uh, showing up to an audition that was being held, at a show, you know, showing up late, uh, and uh, the, my fiancé at the time, now my ex-wife, uh, she was there with me, and, and uh, when she looked at the email that I was using as my, this is the, you know, this is the thing that we're going to go do. She saw that they were auditioning for valets as well. So she went to audition for a valet. I went to audition for color commentating. Uh, and the, the fellow who uh, owned the company, uh, Richard Bingham, AKA Elvis, uh, he, he uh, had her uh, audition and uh, he enjoyed what she did. And so, uh, he auditioned, and uh, Jason Silver, who just recently passed away, was the fellow that she came to the ring with. And then he and a fellow that uh, uh, I haven't seen in the business terribly recently, Mikey Ironheart, um, these two young men had a wrestling match. And the promoter looks at me and he says to me, uh, I want you to go ahead and call this match play-by-play. -play. And I kind of looked at him like, I, I'm, I'm prepared for color. I'm not prepared for play-by-play. -play. And so you know, I, I, I had been removed from actively watching professional wrestling. So I didn't know the names of all, all of the, uh, the, the, the modern, the, the popular 
uh, wrestling moves and, and, you know, some of the newer holds. And I, so I was, I was a little taken back by that. I didn't know either of the lads in the ring, didn't know which one, didn't really know which, which one was which outside of the fact that I just said that fella's name, but now I'm, I'm completely taken back by it. This is the, also the very first time I'd seen independent professional wrestling. Uh, I, I didn't, I mean, I'd heard about it having moved to Texas in 89, but I had no, no clue is, I think I've been to a couple of WWE house shows. I've been to uh, a, an episode of Nitro uh, and I've been to an episode of, uh, no, I've been to an episode of SmackDown and an episode of Raw, but now I've never been as close to professional wrestling as I have been. Uh, I was gone maybe, maybe, uh, you know, a, a hundred feet from the ring tops. Uh, maybe uh, I wouldn't even, maybe not even that far away. And I'm trying, you know, and, 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 I'm, and I'm, I'm watching, trying to understand what I'm seeing. And I'm watching these young guys do things that I only see on television. Like these guys were barely, barely in or out of their twenties. That's, you know, that's how young these fellas were. And I'm watching them wrestle and I'm just, I'm just stunned. I'm just about halfway through their match, the promoter turns around and looks at me and goes, you gonna call this thing or what? <laughs> and I went, oh. so now, you know, I'm uncomfortable because, you know, I don't know, uh, I, I don't know the moves. I wasn't prepared to do play by play. I, I don't really know which one of these guys is which. Uh, and now I've completely, you know, I've been to auditions before. I know what it sounds like when it's like, yeah, we're not, we don't even want to talk to you by the time this is all finished. You, this is terrible. And we're just being polite to let you kind of finish things out. And so I start calling, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying things like a uh, drop kick, uh, uh, cl- uh, clo- clothesline. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not even saying these fellas names. I'm not, you know, like, you know, you know, have a big right hand from something, you know, none of those things. I'm just kind of, you know, the audition finishes and he and his, in, in one of his partners goes wander off to talk amongst themselves. And, you know, my, my fiance comes up and she asks me how I did this. Like, oh, I wouldn't hire me. Uh, <laughs> that was terrible. That was, uh, you know, uh, you did great, but I, you know, well, uh, he comes back and he hands us a business card and he goes, uh, I want you two to come back and do a live audition uh, in two weeks. Now, two weeks we came back, we, uh, we, we did a live audition and I was, in that, in, in that interim, Will and I were bouncing off ideas on, on you know, what what to do in terms of a, a persona and a character. Uh, Nigel Rabbit got developed. Uh, and so when I showed up, I was in character from uh, the moment that I, I, you know, set foot on property until uh, getting back into the car, leaving the Denny's from the after party, just, you know, I, and I found out from the promoter probably two, three months later that he didn't even want me. He gave us the business cards because he was hoping that he could get my fiance bit by the wrestling bug so that she would want to be a part of the business because he thought I was just terrible, but he didn't know me well enough. <laughs> he, he didn't, he didn't know me well enough to know that I'm not that kind of guy that 
It's going to look at, at their significant other and say, no, you can't do this thing because I didn't get it. Now, I've, like I said, I've done auditions. I dated an actress at one point. We both went to audition. Uh, and it was some of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life, professionally speaking, in that world. Because we'd show up and she'd look at a director and go, oh, I know him. He's horrible. And just pip, 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 pip. that relationship lasted ooh, probably like a year and a half longer than it needed to. Um, you know, I, I knew the discomfort of a partner being mad at you because you got something that they wanted. You know, we had, uh, you know, the, the ex and I had uh, done a, uh, a production of Shakespeare in the Square in, uh, I think it was Mesquite, for the Mesquite uh, Theater. Uh, and I was cast as Lucencio in uh, Taming of the Shrew. On top of not getting the lead female role that she wanted, she didn't get any of the female parts. What the director ended up doing is because there was so few men who showed up to audition, he gender swapped uh, some of the characters because there wasn't enough guys to uh, who auditioned for the male roles. So she ended up getting a gender swapped character and she was just seething the whole time. Uh, and of course made me t feel terrible because here I am with, you know, a, a lead, a lead role in Shakespeare and I can't even enjoy it because, you know, my partner is just rah, 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 about everything. So, you know, I'm not the type of guy that, that would look at her, my, you know, my fiance and go, you can't do it. Cause I didn't get the job, but he didn't know that. He had no idea who I was. He'd never met me. Uh, and he was telling me that, uh, I didn't know if you were that kind of a prick. And so, you know, I, I gave you guys this live audition and I thought if you did as bad a job live as you did for me in the audition, one of three things would happen. You'd know how bad you were. And so when I said, I can't use you, you go, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, two, uh, now you say, I say, I can't use you. And you look at your, your girl and you say, uh, you know, uh, you know, you go, you go, you know, you, you come with me, we're not doing this. Uh, and she either say to me, hit the bricks or, uh, no, I'm going to do this, or, uh, yeah, hit the bricks. Uh, or, or three, I was going to do the, what he thought was the most unlikely, which was to go, well, love, you enjoyed this, and, and you know, um, you know I, I know how bad I did, but uh, I, I did a good job. I did better than he expected, uh, and uh, he told me that night that he was very, very lucky to have gotten us both. Um, as a matter of fact, I saw him just yesterday because we were doing a Red Bastine shootout, and... Uh, I uh, got, got to uh, uh, spend some time with him. You know, without that, without that fellow wanting to, to, to book the X, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be in the business. I'd have, I'd have gone and found something else to do. I'm glad you got to be where you're at today, man, because I couldn't imagine wrestling without you, especially for the independent scene, man, because you make the shows whenever you're in them, man. And, and you're one of my favorites up there, you and Nastico. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for me, you know, Nastico can take his own thank yous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it hard for you to turn off the character once you leave the squared circle? Is it hard for you to become the regular guy, or are you always on with Nigel Rabbit? Mel Gibson, when talking about uh, his character in Lethal Weapon, uh, Martin Riggs, once described him as he was like putting on a T-shirt. Uh, you, you put it on, you take it off. Uh, it was just that easy for him. In a lot of ways, uh, the, the Nigel Rabbit wrestling persona is that easy. <laughs> I try to be a, a good natured person uh, in real life. So it's more complicated to stay in character once I'm outside of uh, the, the squared circle. 
um, you know, uh, I will, I will do like, for example, if I'm at a merchandise table, uh, and, uh, someone comes up to me, uh, you know, interested in purchasing merchandise or wanting a, a photo with me, uh, it, it's real hard to be grateful for the fact that somebody, you know, wants to spend money on, on, you know, the, the merchandise that I've, I've provided. It's real hard to, you know, be a, consistently nasty waspish character now if somebody like you know comes in and is 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 feeding that and feeding that uh, you know uh that that persona by you know coming at me with that oh nigel rabbit you're a piece of shit and i don't like it's like oh oh, oh, oh this is this is gonna be fun uh, <laughs> but but even when even when kids come at me and kids come at me sideways about things you know i i, I try to by and large be good with good good when interacting with kids because uh, i mean they're the future uh the future fans who the, the you know who come in and spend their hard-earned money and, and uh you know take time out of their day and time out of their life to come and appreciate the things that we do and you know i may not necessarily benefit from you know, little Johnny, you know, when, you know, he's at a wrestling show and seven, eight years old and blah, 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 at me, but, you know, uh, my, my, uh, uh, my, my ancestors, <laughs> metaphorically speaking in this business, they're going to benefit from that. And so if I give little Johnny, uh, or, 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 you know, little Sally, whatever, uh, if I give them the best possible experience, both in terms of, you know, I can play back and forth with them, but I can also show them that, you know, I may be a bad guy, but I appreciate the things that they, that, you know, that they do. I appreciate the, the enjoyment that they have. I, I got into a policy of never trying to never take a normal picture with kids. You know, the little, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't like doing that because I'm a bad guy. And especially <laughs> once I started doing SWE Fury and, and started, uh, you know, there, there was a, a small level of television recognition going on for me. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want people to, you know, look at those pictures and go, you know, wow, he seems like a really nice guy. No, the, you know, so I, I always try and stage pictures where, you know, kid, you know kids will bring their wrestling titles and I'll, I'll have them look like they're hitting me in the face with the belt or <laughs> you know, choking me with my scarf. Uh, or once or twice, I've, I've let, you know, children hold uh, either Winston or Boris uh, and threaten me with it or uh, uh, things like that. And, and it's mostly, you know, it creates memory, but it also helps to make sure that I'm maintaining the illusion that I'm not really all that good of a guy. I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a villain and these kids are taking me to task. Nigel, what do you do outside of wrestling? What do I do outside of wrestling? Like, do I have a, a, a real human job? Well, when you're not involved with wrestling, what do you like to do? Oh, okay. What are you, well, I, you know, I like to spend time with my fiance. Um, when I have the time and the wherewithal to do it, uh, I enjoy, uh, cooking. I enjoy film. Um, I, I, I go, I go to a lot of films. I watch a lot of films. Uh, I listen to a lot of music. Um, I enjoy playing video games. Um, I, I'm a, a collector of, uh, pop culture, both in terms of, uh, you know, uh, books, comic books, action figures. All right, yeah. Probably see, uh, I'm a big fan of star wars as a whole maybe not maybe not as big a fan as uh, of some of the things going on with star wars today uh, but <laughs> a, a big fan of star wars as a whole um i'm a cat dad uh i'm a i'm a i'm a pop pop 
Uh, I've got uh, four cats and and two dogs. I enjoy uh, I enjoy going to the gym, but I I haven't been in in a minute because uh, life has has gotten away from me, and I need to get back to that. I'm not the guy that would normally go. Oh yeah, working out and you know iron and ugh. that's not my my overall view on things. But I will say the the, the personal individual benefits to pushing yourself and and, and pushing your body at least into. Uh, you know, uh, some some level of exercise so that you can maintain some level uh, of uh, counterbalance to the hecticness of life uh, and what we do to our bodies. Yeah, I'm I've never been a, a healthy eating guy, uh, so I, I kind of have to uh, find find other ways to uh, counterbalance that. Uh, and so I found that uh, uh, exercise is good for that. Um, but, but exercising takes time and I got to figure that mess out. <laughs> I got two questions. Um, how long have you been manager and who have you managed? Oh dear God in heaven. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I started managing in 2009 while I was also announcing. I started the first time I managed was uh, at Wrecking Ball Wrestling. Uh, the very first person I managed, I call him the original imperialist, uh, because of course the rabbit empire, uh, my, my wrestling talent, I refer to as, uh, imperialists. And if they're no longer active, uh, they're also referred to as alumni, but the original imperialist was, uh, a, a man who, uh, wrestles as, uh, the British assassin gentleman in the, uh, lovely union, Jack, uh, hood, uh, and uh, he's actually the reason why I carry a cricket bat to the ring today, because he used to always carry a cricket bat. Uh, he'd come to the ring with a cricket bat, hand it off to me, and then I'd be holding it ringside. And uh, I kind of liked having the cricket bat with me. And so that's what uh, got me to start carrying that. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> just my own personal quirks are why I refer to all my cricket bats uh, by the names of uh, – uh, prime ministers, uh, mostly British prime ministers, unless uh, <laughs> uh, unless uh, I've got I've got technically I've got one. I was gifted one when I was in Pakistan, uh, and uh, it was a, a lovely, lovely bat, a, a Karachi Kings bat, uh, and uh, I, I, uh, I I named the bat Mr. Shaw or Imran uh, after the uh, Karachi prime minister at the time. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have luggage space to bring it back. And uh, Lowrider, uh, who is also on the show with me, he and I were going to see each other at uh, VIP. And so uh, he said, "And hey, brother, I'll, I'll, I'll take it with me. I'll bring it bring it to you when we go to uh, when we get to VIP." I'm still waiting for for the bat to come with him when he comes to a VIP show. <laughs> I love Pedro. Uh, Lowrider's a, a fantastic fellow. But um, um, cool. I've, I've managed I've managed a lot of people. My first three fellows. Uh, the British assassin, uh, a fellow who uh, wrestled under the name of uh, Street Milk, come to the ring in a uh, orange uh, prison jumpsuit, uh, and then uh, the immortal Jason Silver, who just passed away. Jason was right. the yeah. third, the third fellow that I managed, um, and uh, you know uh, from that, uh, uh, from that I, I've, I don't know if I could, if I could hit every single name. Um, uh, the uh, uh, the booker for uh, Metroplex Wrestling, Mr. Richard Hill, and I were, were talking one night, and I talked about, you know, maybe we could invoke uh, invoke the alumni clause in, you know, the Rabbit Empire's contracts for, for his talent. He goes, 
what's the alumni clause, Nigel? And I said, well, that is a, a, a reactivation of your responsibilities to the rabbit empire and to, you know, uh, uh, come and, and, and do my bidding. Uh, and it's like, maybe we could do that. And he looks at me and goes, Nigel, we can never do that. And I said, why not? Well, because everybody except the person that's against you in the roster would be, you've got, you, you have, you've managed so many people, you, the whole roster would be like, all right, we're here. What are we going to do? And go get him, you know? Well, I've, I've managed uh, Christopher Hayden, uh, who I refer to as the uh, crown jewel of the Rabbit Empire, uh, and uh, had uh, Lee Fang and uh, James Johnson in their tag team, uh, Asian Nation, as a part of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, 50 caliber Barrett Brown and Bam Bam Malone are members of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, Big Jim Fitz is a, a member of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, Charlie Haas is a, a, a former member of the Rabbit oh, wow. Empire. Charlie Haas, really? Uh, wow. Yes, yes, sir. I managed wow. Charlie for about uh, for almost ten years at wow. uh, Texoma Pro Wrestling. Uh, Red Dog Rodney Max, a member of the Rabbit Empire. Um, you now uh, Raven is a member of the Rabbit Empire. Really? Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, um, uh, a, a seven foot wrestler by the name of Colossal Kevin Cross. Uh, is uh, uh, a member of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, young fellow, uh, uh, kind of, uh, kind of about, uh, I want to say like uh, 30 minutes west of uh, Louisiana by the name of Crimson, C-R-Y-S-Y-M. He's a member of the Rabbit Empire. You know, Houston Carson, who now has uh, Lions Pride uh, Wrestling School uh, uh, down in the uh, the College Stationery. He's a, a member of the Rabbit Empire. Um, spoiler 2000 and uh, the Crown Prince of Crimson, Al Farad, uh, two of the last members of Devastation Incorporated uh, managed by Skandar Akbar. Uh, they are members of the Rabbit Empire. I, and I wow. can keep I can keep going and keep going and keep going. I've, uh, I've been paired with a lot of tremendous people. Uh, Dane Griffin, uh, no, he's a member of the Rabbit Empire. Uh, uh, the uh, the Murder Hawk monster, uh, Lance Archer, is a member wow. of the Rabbit Empire. Well, I've 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 been blessed to manage some really incredible people. And you know, where you where, where you you see me there, Knuckles, uh, uh, you know, King Kizzy and, and Donovan Pierce, members of the Rabbit Empire. Oh yeah, wow, hey, love good too. Love, they're yeah, good. they're 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 excellent. They're excellent. They're excellent. Uh, I, I I see a lot of a lot of positivity in their future. Uh, you know, just recently, uh, uh, e- even though I I won't uh, I I won't be continuing back with the company, uh, uh, Tim Storm and I, uh, Tim Tim Storm is a member of the Rabbit Empire. You know, I've I've just been I've been really blessed to work with a lot of really incredible people. Man, uh, and, and I'm uh, and and I could keep. I, I've not even I've not even really scratched too deep on the surface, um, you know, because as the uh, uh, the nature of uh, you know professional wrestling and, and the nature of being a manager in wrestling, um, you know, sometimes you, you get put with someone for a night. Sometimes you get put with someone for almost a decade. Well, we are uh, about out of time, but we want to say um, y'all got a show coming up next week, next Sunday, and are you going to be involved in that? Are you? Are you? Are you? Your guys going to be out there? Uh, well, K- Kizzy and Donovan will be. I am. Tr- I'm going to try to be there, but I'm actually. Uh, now, I, I had before receiving this date from uh, DFW All Pro. Uh, uh, I'm actually uh, booked to be in 
North Carolina in Silva oh, for wow. Heroes to Legends, and I'm uh, I'm flying out there. Um, see uh, Friday night, uh, both myself and Miss Outland are flying out there uh, for that show, and uh, we're 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 flying back in uh, Sunday. So, you know, fingers crossed uh, that I, that we'll be in in enough time for me to just go from, you know, even if it's just go from the airport to the hideout and, and do that. But um, I hope to be, but uh, uh, I, <laughs> I get, I, I, I get dates and sometimes uh, for, for DFW all pro dates change and date shift. And so I spend a little bit of time going, um, I'm going to have to look at my calendar to see what's happened. Uh, <laughs> but my, my goal is to be there. Well, cool. Well, until next time, man, uh, we, we want to invite you to come back again, maybe in June. If you get a chance, we'd love to have you come yeah. back anytime, dude. I love having you yeah. on, man. Like I said, you're one of my favorite managers out there. Thank you very and, much. Uh, we Thank still you, haven't man. even really touched the surface of everything that's you, man. So I want to continue this again. All right, dude. Thanks, All right. Brother. Thank you, Nigel, for coming on today, man. And we, I want to get back in touch with you about coming back on again. Absolutely. I hope you had fun. I hope you had fun. I did. I did. I had a blast. And again, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for, for the, the, the lovely, uh, the lovely painting. As a matter of fact, uh, when, when Miss Brittany took a look at it, um, she, she popped really hard for it. Brittany does uh, a lot of, uh, uh, sequin work as a matter of fact, uh, it's not sequin, um, uh, uh, rhinestone work. She does a lot of rhinestoning. Um, as a matter of fact, you can see her rhinestone work, uh, on places like you know AEW and NWA because she'll oh, do really? rhinestone work. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you uh, if you ever if you guys ever see that picture uh, that she's got uh, that she sells where she's wearing the leather jacket that's got spikes all over it, she did all of the spikes and all of the rhinestoning there. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Well, when we were doing uh, SWE. Uh, and I was managing the perfect enemy. We were going to do an entire sleeve of uh, pointed spikes down uh, down my arm on both sides, so that I was spiky like uh, uh, the perfect enemy. But uh, that would be too thing, rabid. Things happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just rub it a little bit. Just a little bit of rubbing in face. You know that it'd be fine. It'd be fine. <laughs> Well, all right, Nigel, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, cheers. You've been listening to Side Hustles and Turnbuckles, a Podshack Studio Fort Worth production. Please like our Facebook page, Side Hustles and Turnbuckles. Like and subscribe to our podcast so you can be alerted each time we drop a new episode. Until next time, this is Big Skinny. We'll see you. Dude, you can't talk when we're doing stuff. Sorry, Kenny. Sorry, I didn't know you. I thought that was just something you were putting in there. You see, he's the record button. Yeah.